don't don't allow yourself to continue to invest significantly in things. I'm not saying that's not a black and white thing. All right. If if something you really value and you love disappeared, something happened to it, you would grieve it a little. But it wouldn't be destabilizing as though you'd left the person or it's somehow I've even heard people say, I let them down. Okay. Um, I I let them down because something happened to I let something happen to it. I didn't take care of it. I you know, mice chewed it or something. We we had a flood and you know the grief and the loss. I have a bleak virgin that my mother gave me. Um that my father's father and mother bought for her in Ireland. There's a whole family story behind that. And what we'll go into today. And she, it was a symbol of something to her. And I was so happy when she gifted it to me. And I do take care of it. I take really careful care of it. But every time I look at it, I say to myself, I'm so happy you're still here in good condition, but I do recognize the cat could knock you off the bureau, okay? The cat could knock you off the bureau. The cat went on the mantle and knocked the only royal, my mother had a selection of Royal Daltons. I like Royal, royal Daltons, and I particularly like Royal Daltons that my mother had, but I'd get myself a Royal Dalton. It's not about my mother's stuff, okay? The cat walked on the mantle and knocked the only Royal Dalton off the mantle that looked like my mother okay and I thought ah, time to walk the talkie lane okay like really liking and appreciating things it's a question of degree all right and if there is grief if there is sadness if there's loss that you need to deal with that's the reason that it's hard to get started. That's, it sucks energy. It's like driving a car with semi-flat tires every single day. Would you expect your car to keep going undamaged? So why do you expect yourself to keep going undamaged? That's where your fuel is going. Do the work of yesterday as soon as you can. Unload it. Make sense of it the best you can. And if it's too heavy, put it down. Imagine that it's a bag that is too heavy. You're carrying groceries or something. Okay? And just put it down. If you have concrete memories and those memories have dragged on for a long time, they've been with you for a long time, and when you think of them, you feel pain, you feel sadness, you feel something that sucks the energy out of you. I want you to, this is an old trick, an old therapeutic trick, but you know what? It does work. Write it down on a piece of paper, hmm? scrunch it up, and have a garbage bag somewhere central. Not with regular garbage, this is personal garbage. And take that grievance, take that whatever that you feel right now, scrunch it up and put it in the garbage bag. And when that bag is full, 
take it out to recycling and imagine that some of that you have let go of. Forgiveness is for the injured party, but it isn't acceptance that what happened was okay. It's acceptance that I accept it happened, and the best revenge is to survive and live well. I will set myself free and I won't carry. I won't carry the legacy of that any longer. It's true. It happened. But it is not going to define me. It has cost me all of this unhappiness and sadness and pain. And as of today, it's not going to cost me any more. It's done. Who am I today moving forward? That's today's question. Okay. Some of the other things I want you to look at, if some of these things were chronological things in your life or in your family life, all right, it might be important when you look at your behaviors, you look at your attitudes, you look at unfinished business. We all, we all, myself included, all have more than enough work to do on themselves, okay? None of us are perfect. None of us have ideal lives. That's the truth. What age was it that whatever it is or what range of age was it that whatever happened, happened? <clears throat> I want you to do a little homework on that. I want you to go back to really good sources, things like... Um, the Cincinnati um, Clinic, um, Mayo Clinic, really excellent sources, not every opinion on the internet, all right? Uh, and I want you to do a little research about what were the developmental milestones that at that age I was supposed to be engaging in. And I want you to see whether there's anything there that maybe you didn't meet the milestone or you limped through it and that still kind of haunts you, all right? Still kind of plays a part today. This is who you are. You can't hide from it. You can't hide from it. Accept it, research it, understand it, accept it, and, and let's, let's together send me your questions, send me your situations, okay? That's what this is about. And let's see if we can't put together resources to help you through it so that it, it doesn't have to be a legacy that goes on giving and goes on costing because those undone pieces are the background to the decisions you're making that are bringing you here today. Next question. So compared to that experience, what are your current needs? Every day we change a little. All right. Are you clear about what your needs are? Or do they remain unmet? A need, an A-list need, okay, that, that first level need, I need it, I need it every day, it's fundamentally who I am. B needs, I need a lot of these on a regular basis, I don't need everyone all the time, those are the biggies, okay. Do you even know what they are? 
When was the last time you loved yourself enough to catch up with yourself? You'd call a friend and catch up. When was the last time you spent time on yourself saying, who am I today? Not who I was, not who I'm trying to be. Who am I today and what are my needs today? Because if you don't meet those needs, especially the A needs, all right, if you don't meet those needs, they are going to find a way to get met. And probably if you're not doing it consciously, it's, it's going to carry a price tag or a side effect you don't like. Okay, much better to understand and accept and love yourself. You don't have to approve of every decision you make. You don't have to think you are the best person in the universe. It's not all or nothing. It's a question, you know what? I'm still trying. I'm still honestly trying. Okay. Are those needs vague? Because if they're vague, what chance really do you have to be able to identify A, what they are, and B, when you arrive? Okay, so let's do some basics. This is all about you today. How's your health? How's your physical health? Hmm? How's your mental health? Hmm? How much do you feel able, even though you may take medication for mood stabilization or whatever all right medication is a tool it's an aid it's not the answer it's a piece of a solution but it's not the answer your physical and mental health how is it are you able even though life may be dealing you insurmountable stuff all right can you Love and respect yourself enough that you can roll out of bed in the morning and say, today's a new day. Today's a new day. I don't care. I, I remember. I, it's not like i am got my head under my arm, all right, and I'm pretending and hiding. But what can I do about the issues? that are part of my life right now. Honestly, what can I do? What can I control? What can I reasonably for myself, okay, make a little bit better? And how can today be one more step in that direction? I don't have to solve the whole thing. Rome wasn't built in a day. Life's too complicated to probably be solved in, in one transaction today's a new day all right i'm just going to put down the things that i can't control i'm going to pick the biggest issue that i have that is disrupting my life the most right now that's bugging me the most or troubling me or that has risen again and i'm going to spend some time considering what I, in a healthy way, can do about that. Okay. What are the challenge? What are your strengths? Okay. At times when you feel the worst, right? 
one of the first things you should do, I believe, is sit down and depending on whether you're visual or auditory or kinesthetic or what, however you, whatever your representational system of the world, however you process the world the best way, okay, and that's unique to you, sit down and remind yourself of what your strengths are, of what your accomplishments are, of what you're proud of yourself about. The worse you feel, the more you do that. All right. Call somebody who you trust and say, I need to hear right now. Life's not that great. I need to hear right now about the things you know about me that are good. In the book, I tell the story of going through a horrible period in my life of loss and just, it was like, will this never end? And every morning I would wake up and my stomach would just be in a knot. Oh God, another day. And my father, who was in the military, taught me, uh, because I was always keeping him late for work. He drove me to school. Um, I said, I just don't seem able to get up in the morning. And my father said, I learned an old trick, he said in training. I offer it to you for the use you can make of it. I said, what's that? He said, when you go to bed at night, make your mind up you're getting up in the morning. And when you have that second thought of, oh, it's so warm, don't let that settle anywhere. You get out of that bed as though it's on fire. That was his expression. And he said, and get on with your day. All right, you can't solve today in bed. So when this horrible situation was happening, I thought, I've, I guess I've been taught this. I thought, okay, what do I have to use? What do I already have to use to handle this? To, not to handle entirely, but to deal with this situation. And I went into the mirror in the bathroom. I was brushing my teeth and I looked up and I thought, you're Ken Birchall's daughter, and you can do this. Okay? It does not matter. The other adage my father taught me is never start it. But if somebody comes after you and they are being mean and cruel and unreasonable or nasty, it's okay to finish it in some respectful way. Okay? That might have been his version of excuse yourself from the meeting. So I looked in the mirror. And I, every morning, and I went, you're Ken Birchall's daughter, and you can do this. It doesn't matter how, how many times you get knocked down. It only matters if you don't get back up. Get back up. Just keep getting back up. Okay, life will turn. The worst periods don't last forever. Just keep getting back up. All right, show up. Show up for yourself. Um, some days that was really, really hard. This was not a short period. They say things happen in threes for good reasons. They happen in sixes sometimes. <laughs> you know, just keep getting back up and respecting yourself and looking for your strength. And sometimes that's about, my mother was a good source too, but for whatever reason, it was my father who came to mind. I used it. Think of those people who, when you looked at them, you saw your worth in their eyes. 
all right? They could be anybody, could be a teacher, could be a scout leader, could be a brownie leader, could be your grandmother, could be grandfather, could be anybody, okay? You saw your worth in their eyes. And in your hardest times, that's who you are. Not how you feel today. Show up for yourself. So what strengths do you have? Now on the other side, what challenges do you have? Not what faults, but what challenges? What's tough? What's tough for you? All right. And because I do believe, probably because I bumped my head on it so many times throughout my long life, um, that in every one of us, certainly by the time we get to adults, we actually have everything we need within us to deal with what's in front of us, or most of it anyway. All right. We lose track of it. It gets squelched by other experiences, by meanings we applied, by meanings that other people, by life gets busy, it gets whatever, all right? Sometimes it gets great and sometimes it gets punishing. Sometimes it just gets boring, feels meaningless, all right? You have in yourself what you need. My skill, my training my ability as a therapist, as a counselor, is to help you drill down and find your own strengths and answers, not to give you answers. All right? It's in you. Where is it? Find it. Use it. Because those challenges will be balanced. They won't feel so overwhelming. They won't, won't feel so self-defining. The other thing we're going to talk a little bit about today um, is those other challenges. Have you got your pens handy? This is your homework for this week, okay? What are your three biggest fears? What are those fears that define the choices that you're prepared to make? Is it fear of deprivation? Is it fear of disapproval or abandonment? Is it fear of success? Fear of failure? Fear of trying? If you are experiencing on a repeated basis procrastination, okay, I want you to get Jane Burka and Lenora Ewan's book, Pro Procrastination, What You Can Do About It Now. It's my Bible on procrastination. And we are going to do individual podcasts on each of the comorbidities. We'll probably be doing two or three on procrastination as they come up. I'm trying to deal with all of these fundamental background pieces strategically so that it's not like a hodgepodge. You actually have like a pattern to follow to help yourself through situations that are confounding to you. What are your beliefs? Hmm? What are your fundamental beliefs? And are they appropriate to whatever the limitations and challenges are that you're living with today? All right. Um, so, 
An example of that would be recycling, for instance. Um, recycling is an absolutely important thing to do. However, if you are so overwhelmed that you can't get started or it's difficult moving around or you, you know, you've hurt your shoulder and you can't get the recycling and the garbage out, <clears throat> it's okay for limited times to mitigate those values and beliefs to be able to carry out what you know you need to do. They are not absolutes, all right? And it's not appropriate in all circumstances absolutely to apply them. What are your values? What, what do you stand up for? All right, what do you stand up for? And how do fears, beliefs, and values play out in your daily and weekly life and schedule? If you're getting started and you're having difficulty, keep it simple. Keep it simple. If it's too heavy, if you can't manage it, as big as you'd wish to do it, break it down and keep breaking it down until you can carry it. You're allowed to do that. Ideal endings, ideal situations that you can create, whatever that dream is, is made up of component parts that were carryable. You don't think they built the pyramids, okay, by five guys in a truck. Okay. All right. It's one small stone at a time. And you'll get there. All right. You'll get there and watch out for the committee. Watch out for those voices on your tape that say, well, you didn't do very much today, all right? Like, hmm, you said you were going to do this and you didn't do it, all right? Na 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 Who asked you anyway? Okay, talk back to the voices. I have fun all the time. Um, yeah, talk back to them. Okay, like when I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. All right, I go back and I look at what. I did, and it's better than you did. What did you do today? Because your life was perfect. Advice is cheap, okay? Advice is cheap. And all of those voices on your head, that's advice. Who, so my closing question for right now is, please use those things we went through today and make them yours. Okay, so that when you join me next week, you know a little bit better who you are today in truth. Okay, the good, the bad, and the indifferent. All right, we embrace it all, we accept it, and we use it all. Sometimes those things that didn't work out that well. Okay, sometimes they're really handy because I know I never want to do that again. All right, how do I avoid it? 
Bye, everybody. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for being here. Send me your questions. Send me whatever you need to, and we'll include it in the material that we talk about, okay? Okay.